You're listening to Casa de Libra Smith, where we talk about relationships, parenting, current affairs, and bits. There may be some naughty words from... From your fucking husband. From my husband, so consider yourselves warned. Lots of love... Season 2, Episode 2 of Casa Deliver Smith. This week we're exploring a bit of a change in roles in our household. We're also thinking about our memories from school, um, not some not-so-current affairs as well as some current affairs like the old Johnson deflect, and uh, who should have the snip. Usual disclaimer, we do love each other even if it sounds like we don't. Apologies for being within <laughs> 10 metres of you. <laughs> Who would have thought you need social distancing from your husband? <laughs> it's not social distancing, it's just personal space. <laughs> Move away There's from no me. such thing, we're married. How are you anyway? All right, how are you? I'm good. <laughs> I didn't know we'd started. Well rested. Just being rude. <laughs> well rested, aren't Well we? rested, new year, new me. New Year, same me, but new bath towel. <laughs> Haven't you got a new towel? No, I've just changed it. Oh. Changed it over. Dirty. That's a joke, by the way. I've had, like, at least three bath towel changes since the new year. At least three. You are hideous. I like to get my, uh, my wear and tear out of a towel, don't I? <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, new year, new me. We've had a change of roles, haven't we? We have. It's happened oh. quite organically, though, hasn't it? Like, Well, no, we had a row, didn't we? Usually you don't listen to me when I'm saying I have this responsibility, that responsibility. You just come downstairs in the morning, eat your food, do your work, eat your food, go to bed. That's not, that's not true. That's not strictly true, is it? Like, I, I cook for us... No, hang on. Now, in the new year, new me, you no, cook for us. think of all the Hello Freshers I did. I used to cook for us all the time. OK, that was the one thing that you did do, yeah. 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 But uh, you used to always give your jobs the the brush off. You didn't do your jobs, did you? You My did chores. blue jobs. You did your yeah, blue yeah, jobs. Yeah. So you mean like... You mean like putting you a wash in, for example? No, putting you a wash in. I always put my wash in. You'd always deflect it. No. You'd give it the Johnson deflect. That is a a good move and something I'm sure we'll talk about later. Yeah. No, I think, do you mean bits like uh, the Asda shop? Yes. Yes. Yeah. I just expect the food to be in the fridge and now... You just expect the food to be in the fridge. Well, it's been like a lucky dip every time I come downstairs. <laughs> the fridge is bursting at the seams. I had to rearrange it this afternoon because the door would not close. Brilliant. I chose ice cream. We never normally get ice cream. No. I feel like I'm a child again. Yes, because I'm doing the shop. opening the fridge to see what's in it because I genuinely don't know. It's because I'm the one who's in charge of choosing what we eat. So, chocolate mousse... Yogurts, um, New Year, New Me, ice cream, all that. <laughs> Living the dream. I didn't even know the shopping was going to arrive last night. I don't usually book that slot. Well, sorry. Mm. I tried to get a, an in the day slot, but I, yeah. I booked it for the wrong day. <laughs> and I rearranged all my meetings around the hour when Asda would arrive. <laughs> and then it got to like 10 minutes before the end of the window and he'd not arrived. I'm like, oh, I've booked it for tomorrow. <laughs> Shit. Tomorrow is literally chock a block. I've not got any. So I actually have to. I had to... So what did you do with that empty hour? Well, like, it was by, at the end of the hour when I realised that. So you just sat waiting? No, I just meant that I didn't have any meetings then. I didn't plan mm. any meetings for but it. But did you have your face pressed up against the window? <laughs> no, I wasn't waiting for a takeaway. Did you sit on the step? It wasn't like I was waiting for a takeaway, <laughs> twitching the curtains yeah. every 10 minutes. I never normally book that slot, and I weren't a fan, I'll be honest. I didn't like that man who came in that balaclava. I don't remember him. The delivery man last night. A balaclava? He had a balaclava on. Are you sure you didn't have a dream? I know it was cold, but come on. Not that cold. All he said was hello. Are your subs all right? I didn't even look at the subs. No bants with balaclava, man. Don't book him again. I won't. Go back to my slot. I'll get an in the day one. That was actually quite good. 
No, I don't know. Who, don't know who comes in the day. No. Well, mm. obviously, I'd not seen him before because he, he just kept normal hours like me. Imagine if you book an in the day one and you get a woman. Why? Like, take a lover, you mean? <laughs> no, a woman ringing the shop. I'll book the same slot every week. Will you? Depends if she's fit. No, it doesn't. <laughs> I know, that was me being misogynistic. I do apologise. New Year, new me. What's the phrase? Misogynistic pig? No. Chauvinist pig. <laughs> Chauvinist pig. You're close, but no cigar. That's it. Anyway, yeah, we've also had a um, another thing. What's the other major change we've had? Uh, the bed. Change sides of the bed. Yeah, yeah. I now no longer sleep on the side closest to the door. I am over by the window. In case you decide to visit in the middle of the night and need to navigate <laughs> in the dark. Yeah, in case you're expecting Kaylee by the door. Well, that's the way like we the should children be. are. That's like the caveman way, isn't it? The man goes by the yeah, door. Yeah, that it should be the man by the door. But we've always had it me at the other side so that the babies wake you up first. And also, um, the way the bedside tables are laid out, I keep banging my head, or I used to keep banging my head on the bedside table on your side, mm. right? But I don't know what's changed. I don't know if I'm sleeping differently or if you're actually staying on your half of the bed or something. I don't find myself banging my head anymore. But it's always been like that. I've always had the place by the door. Think about every bed we've ever slept in. Since we've had the kids, you no, have? No, since forever. Mm. Think about every house we've ever had. I think it varies. I think it's varied. No. No. Anyway, I've been actually sleeping at night. I had seven hours, 49 minutes last night. I wonder if you'd been banging your head and just not realising. Banging your head and waking up. No, I wasn't waking up because I wasn't falling asleep till about three, four in the morning. I wonder why you fall asleep now on the other side. Nearer the radiator, maybe? Oh, Mabes, Mabes. But I'm, I'm sleeping just as just as well, but, you know... I, I can't sleep. believe I managed to fix my sleep on something as small as that. I've slept for the past three weeks. I can sleep on a concrete slab, can't I? Yeah. There ain't no waking you. In a war zone. That's me. It's a gift. It's not. What if there's a fire? I wake up if I need to, though. <laughs> if I need to. No, you don't. I do. You don't wake up if you need to. That's because I don't want to. If I needed to... Like, I managed to wake up at four o'clock in the morning to go to the Millennium Dome because I needed to wake up. If I'm going if I'm going on holiday or if I'm going to London or something, I wake up exactly when I need to. Millennium Dome, though. I, that's just one that sticks to my head about... I was so worried about laying in. And uh, it was when we were going with school and we had to be at school for, like, half five. But whose responsibility was it to get you to school then? My parents, but I woke up. So they would have woke you up? Yeah, they would have done, but I woke myself up. I set an alarm and I woke up in time. And how old were you? Uh, it was year six, so ten. How many years ago? Uh, I declined to answer that question. No longer relevant. <laughs> no longer relevant. I, if I need to wake up, I can. I just choose not to. Well, that, that turned you into more of a chauvinistic <laughs> pig. <laughs> Because the only reason I'm waking up is because I'm waiting for the children to ask for Bot-Bot or Mummy. iPad. iPad in the middle of the night. Not that they're allowed iPad in the middle of the night. Affairs that are current. So what affairs have you had? Many. Recently. Many, many. Um, So there's the obvious one that we can come to in a minute. Uh, But also, I read... Just now, Martin Luther King has died. <laughs> what? I think it was him. Martin Luther King has died, yeah. Is in, it not him? In, like, the 60s. Um, <laughs> is, no, has somebody else who looks similar to him? I don't know, mate. I don't know if, like, a, a grandson or something is that. Well, I don't actually know. In the 60s? He died, he was assassinated in the 60s, Six, 1967, 1968. We are discussing the same Martin, aren't we? Martin Luther King, Reverend Martin Luther King Jr., civil rights activist in America. Right, let me just have a look. 
Martin Lewis, are you thinking of? No, he's not died, has he? Wikipedia. Oh, yeah, April 4th, 1968. <laughs> well, sorry, I must be mistaken. Mm. There is there is also... Um, there's this boat that has sank on a crossing from Liverpool to America. Uh, sorry, oh, from really? Southampton to America. Yeah, really what, sad. What sort of boat? Uh, like a cruise liner. Really? Yeah. That's not in the news. No, no. I, I, no, it was. I read about it earlier. What cruise line is it? It was called Titanic. No. It can't have been called Titanic. You don't get where I'm going with this, do you? Oh, shut up. I'm, I'm ripping you. You're an idiot. Chauvinist. <laughs> anyway, so what about the party gate? Ah, here we go. Some actual current affairs. You know what? Who Who's going to be on his side, really? Who's going to be on his side about I'm it? I'm really disappointed because I'm always, always on his side. Are we talking about Boris? We're on about Boris, yeah. I'm always, always on his side, even when people think he's not right. I always, always defend him. And I always say, oh, yeah. He's got a hard job. It's really hard. He has to do his best. Who else could have done um, better in that difficult position? I always, 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 always defend him. But I feel that I can't now. And uh, also, I think he's only admitted it because he knows there's more to come. Because somebody stabbed him in the back here. It'll be Dominic Cummings, won't it? He'll have... Uh, well, yeah, him be or the somebody else in a similar position. He could he could have scorned any number of people. He's got many, many enemies. Thing is, right, you're right, no-one else could probably have done as good a job at, like managing the pandemic because that particular bit isn't an individual... Mm. Is it? That's a government and that's civil servants and health departments and all that. The actual ministers doing the stuff, in particular him as prime mm. minister, in terms of execution of bits, not that it doesn't really matter who it is, it's just a face. But the trouble is, him as a face is not the best face because of how entitled he is and how he doesn't think the rules apply to him and all this. And how he's just he's just a you know old Etonian boy that just fits the um, fits the profile of someone who doesn't think the rules mm. apply to him. He's tried to dob Keir in, hasn't he? he? Tried to dob Keir Starmer in. Well, somebody has, not necessarily him. Well, they've gone off on it. The, the, but they t- had the a takeaway. I loved how uh, Keir said that a takeaway showed up as if it. How can a takeaway just show up? Well, it was obviously ordered. He might not have personally ordered it. But they were having a work meeting, a takeaway... Like it, it appeared, though. ...takeaway <laughs> arrived. And uh, you eat the food while you're at work. That's I wonder what takeaway they had. Mmm, pizza. Yeah, pizzas. If you're talking about in an office, you'd, you've got to go with a pizza, aren't you? You, you can't be doing with, like, serving spoons and rice. Exactly, definitely. The thing no is, chance. you... Um, in, uh, in tech, anyway, I don't know if this is the same in any other industry, please let me know if so. Um, you're meant to have... You meant to keep your team a two pizza team. Um, so if you're if two pizzas isn't able to serve everyone in your team so that they're full or not full but at least satisfied, then you need mm-hmm. to shrink your team or split it up. Oh really? Mm. What size you. pizza are we talking though? Just like a regular, uh, like a regular one from Domino's or Papa John's or something. Oh okay. Um, so like seven or eight people. Right. Mm, that's an interesting theory. Mm. Yeah, it's all about being like uh, um, quick to respond to like stuff. Like to be close knit enough to exactly. really know each other. Exactly. Yeah. Questions from kids. Hi, mummy. Hi, daddy. I got a question. How was my primary school different to yours when you were kids? That's a good question, actually. Uh, what do you think, Oliver? How is Poppy's? How is our children's school different to what? Ours would have been. We didn't go to the same school. No, we didn't. Um, other sides of the city, weren't we? Imagine if we had gone to the same school. Do you think we would have been friends as children? I don't think so. We'd have both probably thought each other were weird. Weird? Mm. Why would you have thought I was weird? Because you were a weird child. No, I weren't. I think you were. Why are you saying that? You were a weird child, weren't you? No. 
I'm sure. I'm sure you, you were weird. I've heard about you doing Bible readings for your family. Yeah, that wasn't in school, though, was it? <laughs> I, kept, I keep my separation between school and home. I wasn't weird. I was well liked. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, I definitely wouldn't have got on with you then if you were well liked. Oh right. Don't go for the popular kids. Well, what were you like then? Weird. Oh right. <laughs> this is where it's come from. Yeah. So the first um the first thing that springs to my mind is water bottles. I never ever took a water bottle to primary school. No, you used to get your cup of water with uh, lunch, didn't you? Fill yeah. it up with a jug or let the server on the table fill it up with a jug. Yeah, and that was all I drank all, all day. True. All day long. Sipping away like nobody's business now, aren't they? Yeah, drinking constantly. But still not allowed yeah. to go to the toilet. But then we weren't allowed to go to the toilet until, like, break time. We were, if you asked. Oh, right. No, I think I don't we had agree. To, I don't agree I with that. I think we had to wait till break time, so maybe that's why we didn't... Making a kid wait to go to the toilet. Like, they're old enough to know yeah, when they need Yeah, that's not nice. Toilet. I don't like that either. But some teachers do believe in it, so... Can't help them being wrong, can they? Uh, snack as well. We We had milk... We didn't used to have a snack. Though. We had milk in like little, like reception Y one, Y two. I don't think we had it in juniors. No, we had milk, onwards. milk throughout. We certainly didn't get a biscuit and a piece of fruit twice a day. No, absolutely not. Did they get that? Well, Charles gets at preschool. He gets a um, he gets a piece of toast in the morning, doesn't he? Or a crumpet at his morning snack, or a brioche or something, and then his afternoon snack he gets. Today he had banana and a cow biscuit. He told me. Very good. Poppy gets fruit twice a day. Yeah, that's good. That maybe I'm trying to think of anything that whether they could be bad things at any point, but keeping them hydrated, keeping them fed with mm. healthy stuff, you can't really. Yeah, we definitely. I just didn't get snack at my school. I tell you what. What? What's different about primary school now? What? Coding is part of like the curriculum as a embedded thing, isn't it? And and computer literacy. Like when we were at school, you had a computer lesson, and oh yeah, in the computer room. Yeah, and your your coding and your your logic lesson was doing that turtle thing. Like making the turtle oh, go yeah. forward sideways, whereas now kids have got it like throughout. Bebot. The bebot, yeah. Yeah, I, um, yeah, that's good. I remember doing like a, um, how to code with spreadsheets and stuff, and it just didn't put you set you up well at all for. Oh, I don't real think life. we even did spreadsheets. The only thing I remember doing on the computer is learning how to shut it down. We had, uh, in primary school, we had an AVA room that had one TV and video recorder in it, and we all had to sit on the carpet to watch, was it Words and Pictures, with watch how Magic Pencil writes Oh, yeah, Magic it. Pencil. Yeah. And Dragon's Eye. Yeah, that were good. And if we didn't tidy up on time, we missed the beginning of Words in Pictures, and that was a really big deal. Well, yeah, because you couldn't pause really TV, big deal. Would you? Ultimate shame that we had missed the opening credits. Uh yeah, and then the AVA room was shut down and replaced with a computer room that probably had about 10 computers in because we had to get into little groups of three and then demonstrate that we could turn the computer on, shut the computer down. That's all I remember doing, Waste shutting the, time, the computer down. I remember we had we had the same computer room and instead of everyone having their own login, we used to have... Y4 as your username, Y4 as your password, mm. and then everyone just had their own work mm. on the on the network drive. Mm. But now, think about all the computer-related stuff they do now. Not not just this yeah. is how you use a computer, but here's your Google Classroom login, here's your Times Table Rockstars login, here's your yeah. everything else logins that you've that you've got, and they've all got their own individual logins for it. <laughs> Are you yeah. all right? Yeah, I was just yawning. Is it because I'm talking about computers? <laughs> yeah, sorry, it's just not my specialist subject, is it? Um, no, but that's that's my point, right? My point is, in our generation, even though it's only one generation different, mm. in our generation you can say computers aren't my specialist subject yeah. and that's it, that's an excuse. But yeah. because it's it's ingrained in everything they're doing, yeah, yeah. now this generation they're not yeah, going to... Yeah, you need a computer for everything. Exactly. Can I just say, though, something that I didn't understand then and I still don't understand now, why 
do you have to shut down a computer? Why can you not just switch it off? Well, back in the day... Because I know you can just switch Macs off, can't you? You can just press the button. You don't have to shut them down. So if you're suspending it, like putting it to sleep rather than shutting it down down, then, yeah, you can just press the button. But shutting it down properly comes from, like, the early days of computers mm. where your hard disk had to be, like, stopped in a specific position yeah. before power was cut to it. Otherwise... But did it actually break it if yeah. you just... You really? could lose your data, yeah. You'll feel guilty for all the time. She just held the button down until it went off now, don't you? Yeah, in <laughs> primary school, and I'll tell you who it was in a minute, but there was one particular boy who used to get extremely wound up because if he caught you just switching the computer off at the touch of the button, he would tell immediately. Well, you know what? I respect him because he's got he's got his head switched on to uh, data integrity and things the like that. The teacher weren't even bothered. She was just like, get a grip, so-and-so. Get a grip. Come on. Stop it now. I'd have been that guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you would, actually. Yeah. I uh, I once volunteered. I'd have been the one just jabbing the button constantly to fact, wind you up. I didn't volunteer. I was asked if I'd do it. Um, over break time one day to type up. You know, you were in assembly, you used to have the overhead yeah. projector with the writing on the acetate for the hymn lyrics. Yeah. Well, I volunteered... Hang on, don't say you volunteered your break time to type that up so that the school could read it. Correct. Oh, Oliver. <laughs> oh, my God. Onto oh. it, and then have it printed onto acetate, so... So that it would, uh, it could be used in assembly. I never got yeah. to do. That's the Singing one job I always wanted to, the to piano. do. I wanted to do that job so bad. The, you know, when you switch out the yeah. lyrics on the acetate yeah. on the overhead projector. Yeah. I, I never got to do that job. That was a year six only job. It's because you were always probably late to assembly because you were busy shutting your computer down <laughs> correctly, and everyone else just jabbed at the button. Um, singing along to the piano in assembly. We used to have assemblies and also singing assembly where we just belted them out absolute bangers absolute belt them out and uh, also pe in primary school uh particularly in infants we had to wear a leotard we didn't have that we just the boys didn't obviously but the girls had a leotard a long sleeve blue leotard no yeah not my school bare legs and pumps it was it was the same uh same uniform white top black shorts and Mm. pumps but we used to, or trainers. We used to, uh, we used to do PE outside in all weathers. Like we all, we all complained to our parents that we were going to get um, pneumonia after one teacher made us do rugby in the pouring rain, and go for a jog around the field in like freezing temperatures. Uh, now they do really do outdoor PE in all weathers. I it's think they though. are a bit more hard faced like that. The children go out to play in all weathers now. We had wet play every day, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, also, if you did forget your PE kit, we really did have to do it in our knickers. Pants and vest. Yeah. Absolutely. Outside knickers and vest. That was the ultimate, the ultimate stab in the back, wasn't it, from uh, whoever was teaching? I can't wait till Poppy's got. You know, we've got stories of like school where. Um, funny stuff happens that stayed with us all these years. Yeah. Or memorable, not necessarily funny, but stories about teachers that have stayed with us forever. I can't wait till Poppy and Charles have got them that they can tell when they're grown up about, like, their school days. Yeah. Just to see what's really important to him. Yeah. Because I bet I told my parents hundreds of stories about school, but Mm. there's only a few that That I still talk about. Exactly, yeah, exactly. What's the funniest thing that ever happened at your primary school? Oh, funniest. Mm. Funniest thing that stands out that immediately I think of mm. is I accidentally, um, like, choke slammed basically this guy in rugby because right. he, he dipped at just the wrong moment. Mm-hmm. So I was going for his waist and he... He ducked, so I ended up latched around his neck and just yanked him to the floor. Um, and it was quite serious, because I'd just, like, ripped his neck. So that was funny for you? But it, No, it was funny for everyone apart from him, because um, he was a big lad, and, like, nobody oh. could normally get him down. We didn't do anything like that in PE. We either did dance, gymnastics, or rounders. 
Or no. just jogging round and round the playground. I remember a lot of jogging. Our teacher in that in that particular year of school, he was really into like his his proper sports like cricket and rugby. Like he mm. he wanted to work at like a private school. Like, that's what his so calling specialising all that. Yeah, that's what his calling was. Yeah. Um, Did you have a climbing frame put in in your school hall? For gymnastics. Yeah. yeah we, we had, had one, one but we never got it out. I think it was out, like, once. No, we used to have that out all the time. It was, like, attached to the wall, but then you could, like, swing it out like a door. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe old t- school's got them. And you turn the benches upside down, used them as, like, tightrope walking things and all that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we did that all Liked the time. Liked all that. Like doing hula hoops and... Coits and uh, tiny little bean bags. What was your funniest moment at school? Um, I don't know. I don't know. Oh, so yeah, there was one. This was the first time I got in trouble. Really, it was in maybe like year three, year four, and there was a boy who I think you know actually. I'll tell you his name after. And uh, I was sat on his table, and for some reason, don't ask why, I called him a twit, as in T W I T. Is that a bad word? No. Would that upset you? No. If you were eight, would that upset you? No. If you were eight and a girl said it to you, would you be upset? Anyway, he was straight up, red in the face, straight over to Miss. Next thing, so I'm sat in my seat sweating, obviously. Next thing, I'm called over. Never got done before. Never got done before. And Miss said to me, like, I can remember her voice saying it, did you call him a twit? And she said it like that, and I just collapsed laughing. And, yeah, I got in trouble for that, because I just, I did think it was really funny that he was upset at that. That's pathetic. Mm. But he was a child. Yeah, but so were you. Mm. You can't, like, you can't hold that against you. Oh, there's another one where, uh, oh, God, in in year five, the teacher that we had there used to have us do this thing called um, court or something like that, where we sat in a circle and we had to pass an object around. It might have been a beanbag, but you could only speak when you had the beanbag. Um, if you spoke out of turn, the, the miss just held her hand up and you had to shut up because that was the rule of the court. Anyway, in the court, you could say anything you liked. You could, basically, it was just getting people done, just grassing people up all round. And um, anyway, the beanbag often got past like a few, it'd get past like six people and then it somebody would keep hold of it and that was it. We were ready for them to spill the beans. Anyway, people were saying stuff like, uh, oh, she called me a twit, oh, this happened, and then the teacher had sorted it out. Anyway, this boy said, um, it hasn't happened for a while, but Kayleigh has been calling me a carpet head. <laughs> carpet head? <laughs> yeah. And um, I just remember crawling, scrambling across the circle, snatching the beanbag so I could have my side of the story and think my side of the story. And had you been calling him a carpet <laughs> yes. head? Did he have a carpety type of head? <laughs> I can't speak. Well, what's the problem then? <laughs> the teacher should have said, well, <laughs> Mr. Head, you have got a carpet head. <laughs> Whatever next. I'll just never forget. I just had no inhibitions at all. I shot across that circle like, oh, Jeez, my didn't you? <laughs> I just needed that beanbag so I could have my fair trial. And that's followed you into your adult life now. <laughs> yeah. It's not always the teachers, um, teachers being the responsible ones, though. I remember um, when a teacher... I actually es- properly escalated a situation. So this kid was kicking off, right? And uh, the teacher was, like, having to physically restrain him, like, pin his arms to his sides to stop him throwing chairs or whatever. And um, the kid said to him, don't touch what you can't afford. <laughs> right? So instead of ignoring it and <laughs> just, you know, carrying yeah. on restraining him until help arrived, he put his hand in his pocket and got out 2p and says, here's tuppence, that'll do. Oh, that's, that's not very kind. What no. age was that? Uh, well, if I say that, I'll identify the the teacher. Why I? was he throwing chairs? Because he was just a troubled child. 
Oh, gosh. Yeah, that wouldn't be allowed now. Exactly. There was another thing. This was like the scariest thing to... One of the scariest things to ever happen to me. I just remember my blood went cold. Um, so we were... Uh, it was in my six or something. And we were just looking at the board and the teacher were talking. And suddenly this girl screamed like a blood-curdling scream. And uh, everyone looked because she was pointing out the window. And there was this woman stood at the window. Oh, God, I've just made all the little hairs on my arms stand up because <laughs> I can remember it. Oh, is the door locked? No, not yet. <laughs> Go and lock it. There was this woman stood at the window. <laughs> don't! Don't! Please don't! There was this... <laughs> seriously, stop it. That frightened me. There was this woman stood at the window with her face grotesquely... <laughs> Pressed up against the window, and you know when you press your features up against glass and they yeah. all distort. Yeah, yeah, it was like that, and she was just going. <laughs> no, imagine seeing that as a kid. She was like an old woman uh, with grey hair, and she just looked hideous. And uh, was it someone that was known in the school, or was it no, like... nobody that anybody had ever seen before? Even the teacher was a bit like. <gasps> <laughs> what what is going on? Honestly, children were crying. <laughs> Everyone was like, "Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god!" I just remember my heart thumping. And this woman had got like spit all over the window. She kept rubbing her face on it. Anyway, it came to light this woman had escaped. Very sad. <laughs> <laughs> Very sad story. She wasn't quite her former self. She'd got. She was poorly, basically. Uh, she'd escaped from where she was living in a, like, what's it called? Like assisted accommodation or whatever. Well, something like that. Yeah. Some kind of, what, like, like a home. Like a hospitalised right. sort of case. Yeah. She'd escaped from there and got into the school grounds and well, just decided to, to. Well, it gets worse. Just decided to press her face up against the How white did she six get into window. The school ground? Like my school, even when I was little, had really high fences with like barbs on top, so you couldn't it get in or out. It gets worse. Wait, that was okay. day one. I remember going home and telling mum this woman was called Maureen. Like, that was, was her actual name. We had an assembly about it. And I remember saying, to, like, crying to mum and saying, I'm scared of Maureen. I don't want to go to school because of Maureen. What if she comes back? Anyway, by that time we were in my six and our classroom was in a separate building to the rest of the school. So the teacher would fill in the register and then choose somebody to take the register to the office by themselves. Oh, God. <laughs> was s- it you? No, my spine is tingling. What? <laughs> Did you confront Maureen? No, no. But, um, so you know how the security doors, like, lock and then you need to knock or have a fob to get in? Yeah. Anyway, this poor girl had taken the register and, uh, like, Maureen was old news by then. No one was worried about Maureen. But there was this hammering on the door, like, literal frantic hammering. And um, it was this girl and this woman was, like, trying to get her. Shit. The the woman, the Maureen, had got back into the school, chased this child down from the office, and this little girl was hysterical. Well, um, you would be, like wouldn't her you? Fa- she was streaming, crying, like... I'd probably be crying now. I, I am if about Maureen to got me. cry. She's... <laughs> Take a breather. Yeah. Take a breath. That shouldn't be allowed. Imagine if Poppy came home from school and said that this crazy woman had tried to... Grab her. Yeah. And she was crying because this and how crazy was it, woman And how was it dealt with at the time? Because I think that would be I dealt with a lot more serious. I don't remember. At this moment, in, in, in this current age. I don't remember. It would be dealt with much more seriously. But than we were all sat that. on the carpet and it was like there was huge windows in the... You could see out, there was like a wide door into the cloakroom and then the cloakroom led out the door where this girl was banging and I could just see this girl was frantic and this woman was running about behind her. Oh. That's me, my nipples hard. <laughs> Thanks, Maureen. Get in the bin. This is Kaylee's favourite section because it's basically where she just gets to rant at me for half an hour. I'm just going to come into my own. Are you ready? I'm ready. Go on. So I've got several things. First of all, is are they all, all aimed at me? No, okay. just just annoyances. All the Christmas alcohol is still on the side. I feel like I should be drinking it. 
just to put it away. That Bailey's went quick this year. It did, did we didn't have it? Bailey's for like a day? It was a couple of days, but then we had people come round, didn't we? Yeah, but still, remember the days when a Bailey's used to last us like a week? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, yeah, we've still got the uh, the Christmas alcohol on the side. I feel like I need a shot every time I go in the kitchen. We need to put it away. It's nearly finished, though. Like, yeah, do you want to know why? <laughs> have you been spiking my drinks? Uh, me and so, Santa got through quite a lot of scotch over Christmas. It's just making me feel like it. there isn't really any room for it in the drinks cupboard either. And I don't want to put it away because it's the Christmas stuff. And then and you'll forget about it as mm. well. Like that Christmas pudding we never fetched out. And the brandy sauce, brandy butter. Yeah. Still got that, haven't we? Yeah, that's an annoyance. That can be gifted. Mm. Number two, you're loud eating. Okay. You eat next to me and I don't even know what sort of a noise it is. It's just like a shuffling noise inside I've you. got a, I've got a big gullet. That's all I can say. <laughs> I've got a big gullet and I do big swallows. I think we've we've even oh. covered this on the podcast previously. You're so noisy. But I can't help it. I know, but just put something on the radio. Just put something on. But what if I want to talk to you? Sometimes I like to talk to you while we're eating. You're saying I can't? You'll just have to text me from the other room. <laughs> <laughs> Getting drowned out by the radio. I'm sorry. That were cruel, weren't it? It wasn't cruel. I'm sure it's justified. It's just, I can't change it, can I? You can. Take small bites. I need big bites because I've got a big gullet. Right, listen. Imagine a hobnob. Yeah. How many bites are we talking? One. No! That's why you make a big noise. <laughs> if you if you have a hobnob... At least four. Four. Hobnob. How do you get anything done all day if you take four bites? How for big a is your mouth? Listen. Bigger than a hobnob. Not how big you can stretch your mouth open, big. as in the space between your teeth. Bigger than a hobnob. Open your mouth. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. You're stuffing yourself. Evident. <laughs> <laughs> open your mouth again. I think that's a third of a hobnob. You're going to hurt yourself. <laughs> Unhinging my jaw. <laughs> yeah, the bottom nearly came off. Like a snake. This is why four bites for a hobnob. How? Go on. This is a four bite space, isn't it? Look at mine. I think yours is the same as mine. I think if Are you, you want, if you wanted to, you could take a hobnob, dip it in tea to soften the edges a bit. In one, put it in your mouth in one. Yeah, but it wouldn't be enjoyable. It would, would it? because it had all just. I could as a dare. Or to win money. I'm not just going to do that. That's not how I'm going to take my hobnobs. Thing is, though, if you take four bites for a hobnob and I take one, who's having the most hobnobs? It's not a competition. Everything's a competition. Yeah, but who's enjoying their hobnobs the most? Me. No. I'm treating one hobnob as one bite. How do you not gag when it touches the back of your... Gulper? (laughs) Yes. Because it doesn't, because I've got a big mouth. Open your mouth again. You cannot, Oliver, stop it, your eyes bored. <laughs> just open your mouth normally. I'm a man possessed. Oliver, just stop. Close your mouth a minute. Don't do it until I say. But what I want you to do is open your mouth without giving yourself pain or That's what I have been an doing. abnormal amount of effort. Without making your eyes bulge, just open. No, you're stretching too much. I'm not. I'm opening my mouth. If we, if you were on a first date in a restaurant, would you open your mouth that wide well, if you were trying to impress somebody? I wouldn't be having hobnobs. So uh, I regardless, need to. imagine you've got a fork in your hand. Right. Put it in your mouth. Okay. This isn't going to be very interesting for the Come people on. listening. For the purposes of the tape, <laughs> he opened his mouth a third of the previous amount. Yeah, for a forkful. If I was having, like, a dessert spoonful, then I'd have to open it more, wouldn't I? No, just put less on the spoon. No. Can't go through life putting less on your spoon. Oh, this is why I'm always self-conscious when we're in restaurants, cos I've had my first bite and you're eating your cutlery. (laughs) You're onto your napkin. I'm there, stuffing my porridge like beast. Porridge? 
You know on Beauty and the Beast when he's eating his porridge really noisily and messily? Oh. On the cartoon one, not on the original, not on the uh, on the remake. Yeah. Yeah? You know the scene? Yeah. Is that me? No, because you don't get it on your face. You do get it all in your mouth. So there you Which go. Which isn't hard. Because <laughs> it's so big. Thank you. <laughs> but you don't need to open it that wide. I do, because I need to fill my gulper. Oh, okay. We're going to agree to disagree. Number three, uh, save the donkeys and things like that when they come on the telly and it shows you the orphan donkeys with broken legs, matted hair, mm. and poorly faces, and I can't, I can't be doing with it. I can't be doing it with any of those sorts of adverts. They do exactly what they're mm. intending to do. They make you feel guilty. Yeah. But I don't respond to feeling guilty by giving money. I respond yeah. to feeling guilty by I'm not not looking at that mm. and just clo- closing my eyes to it. It's like the ones about the starving people. Do you think, like, you know, like on the other side of the world? Mm. I don't know if I believe it. Do you think it's true? Yeah. But then why do they film them? Why do they take cameras that cost thousands of pounds and pay thousands of pounds to fly a film crew there to film them to show to me? Because the couple of thousand pounds it would cost to travel, film and publish an advert is inconsequential compared to the millions it would take to sustainably feed the world, right? Mm. This is this is going to get political, but don't 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 say what I know you're going to say. The fact is, oh. there is enough actual nutritious food for everyone on the planet to eat, but a massive amount of it is it's fed going into your large mouth in one <laughs> single bite. Is fed to livestock. To, Come on, hurry up, get this bit over. To um, to produce meat for people to eat. Like, there's there's no way around it. Like, if 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 uh, meat and livestock weren't weren't a thing, then and people just ate what the animals eat, then there's enough food. Yeah, but there's still the issue of getting that food that the animals eat. If the animals weren't eating it, there's still the issue of getting that animal food to the starving people. Yeah, there is. Hmm. But it's and if it's plant food, it will. It's not really. It, it won't. Will it not travel that well, or will it have to be like freeze dried? Or well, you think about think about stuff like tofu and, and stuff based on soya. Like the biggest thing that that livestock eat is soy. Yeah. Based produce. Yeah. That's you not make, tofu though, is it? No, but I mean that sort that sort of uh, that sort of stuff that's like synthetically made with soya. Um. That can last, that can create loads of stuff. Okay. I do agree, but I don't want to bang on about it. I don't want to bang on about it, but it would just pertinent to the discussion, wouldn't it? Like, the re- the reason why they spend a couple of thousand pound travelling is because you can't spend, you can't do anything sustainable with that couple of thousand pound in terms of stopping hunger. It's got to be done at a massive, massive scale. Mm. Which just didn't, just didn't the buying from uh, people to do, is there? Suppose so. But I, I agree. I don't like those adverts. They make no. me feel, they make me feel bad, and I don't feel like I should feel bad. What have you got to get in the bin? What have I got to get in the bin? I don't think I've got anything. Nothing. No. No. I'm in a good mood this week. Good. Yeah. Are you enjoying doing the shop? Doing the big shop? I'll tell you what can get in the bin. What? Bottom co-op doesn't sell the nice milk. Oh, yeah. Got to go up to top co-op. Bottom co-op is quite limited. It is. Bottom co-op doesn't have... Even though I think it's bigger. Um, no. It is bigger. Think about the number of aisles. The floor space is the same, but the top co-op, the, the back room bit is much, much bigger. Think about how far back them buildings go. Massive. And the top co-op? Yeah. Bigger. Oh. Top Co-op's got like eight different oat milks. Bottom Co-op's got two. Yeah, but it has all the yops and the yazoos instead, doesn't it? The, 
<laughs> I know that's not what we're shopping for, but do you know? I guess. Maybe it's to do with the market, though. Further down the hill, maybe people fancy a bit of a yop. <laughs> Give me a yop. <laughs> Don't do that. Don't sing it. Don't sing it. <laughs> Ask us anything. I must admit, this week I'm not very organised with, with the questions. I uh, Why change your habit of a lifetime? I was... I was uh, New year old you. Old me. I was sending out the uh, the last minute, please send me a question, please send me a question, like when we started recording. Yeah, and you were sending it during getting the bin, weren't you? Yeah, well, I, I was... Yeah. yeah. And I've, I've not had anything... Uh, I've just had threats back. <laughs> so I have had a question Thank and because God. it's from our newest listener or our newest listener that's outed herself to me I have let her cue jump so you're welcome uh, so Do I know this person? You do know this person uh, but you don't know who it is yet I'll tell you after okay. um, So this person, I have called her mum of both there's, there's a big clue there, actually. Yeah, so can I just have a short interlude? Regards, regards the mad woman who got into school, I just texted... Maureen. I just texted one of my old friends saying, do you remember at school there was that mad woman who got into the school, that Maureen woman? I'm just telling Oliver about it and he can't believe I'm telling the truth. She has replied just this minute, yes... Maureen, she used to try and get in the playground. I'm sure she once put her face up to one of our classroom windows and scared the shit out of us all too. See, I am telling the truth. I believed you. I believed you were. That's weird, isn't it? Right, where have I put my question now? Hang on a minute. So, Mum of Both has messaged me with Q-Jump Priority and um, she has said, question, to snip or not to snip? Should men have it? Or a lady sterilised. Or just stay on some form of birth control. Dot, 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 dot. Discuss double exclamation mark. So. That's a hell of a question. Yeah. Hell of a question. It's tricky that. Personally, I'd never, ever ask anybody to do that for me. I would. I wouldn't ask them. I mean, I would do it. I would you get would. the snip. Yeah, but it's not 100% effective, is it? The sperms can still break down the dam or whatever whatever they install. <laughs> no, they cut your pipes. They cut your tubes. Well, they can jump the gap sometimes. The tubes can reform in very, very rare circumstances. But I don't want to make this into a, a biology lesson. Yeah. The thing is, nothing that you use is ever, ever, ever 100% effective. There's always a small chance... Even if um, even if you use, like, three different ways at the same time, there's always a small chance. So why would you put yourself under surgery when there's still going to be a chance? Because it just makes it easier. Like, other forms of birth control aren't necessarily pleasant. And, yeah, that's not... Having, not necessarily pr- having it pleasant. Snip, let me talk. Having it snipped is not pleasant in the moment. Sure. <laughs> no one... I know people that have had it done that have said it's, like, horrible. The aftermath been worse. Do you? Who's had it done? I'm not going to tell you on air. Tell me after. I will tell you after. I know two people that have had it done and they've both both yeah. said... Who are our age? Yeah. Some, in fact, someone, someone I know had it went done when they were twenty five because he was a dad of three and he didn't want any more kids and he was married and he and his wife backed him and so what's the point? Like, it just means yes, no, no thing is ever one hundred percent, but if you make yourself ninety ninety nine percent whatever every single time, regardless of what else you do. So can the man just never, ever finish, ever? That's not how it works. Or does nothing... No. Does nothing... No, there's just no sperm. There's still semen. Right. So how come semen can get through but not sperm? Because they cut the the uh, tube that provides the sperm. So the sperm just degrade do they, eventually do they install a doorman 
No, that that's not how it works. Like, for all intents and purposes, it's exactly the same for the man. He's just made himself sterile. Right. Even if, you, even if you're naturally sterile, you still have ejaculate. God, well, this is getting too graphic for me, this. I don't know. I'm, I don't well, they, have well, these bits Con- and pieces, do I? I don't, I don't have to understand it. Consider yourself, uh, consider yourself schooled in that case. Schooled? Yeah. Okay. So that's, that's how that works. So you'd never know whether someone was or not. No, that's the thing. Someone could lie about it. And mm-hmm. also... Um, so in that moment, say an egg is fertilised and it's just a... If two people have slept together and it's just a one-off thing, but the men, the man said, oh, it's all right because I've had this surgery, the woman might believe him and then what is a moment for him is 18 years for her. He might disappear off the face of the earth, just ghost her completely. All he did was ejaculate and she's left with the aftermath for 18 years and longer yeah but you see that would imply that they're not stable or anything at the minute yeah Mm. they're not in a stable relationship just because they're not in any relationship is lied to her yeah but just because just because someone has had that done doesn't mean you can sleep with someone without wearing a condom, right? Because, yeah, it, it'll mean your chances of getting pregnant are lower, but there's still a lot of other things that you don't want to pass on. Is there? Yeah, absolutely. You can't... You can't... No, but... You can't if, have sex with someone if... without any sort of protection. But on, he didn't check that of her either. She could pass things to him. Yeah, they're both irresponsible in that point. Yeah, but that doesn't undermine their ability to conceive a child. Unfortunately. Exactly. <laughs> Unfortunately, he doesn't. But I'm sa- what I'm saying also, is... What I'm saying is, him saying, oh, I'm, I've got, I've had the snip, they're both irresponsible because that's not the only thing to worry about. There's a myriad of stuff to pass on that is often probably more serious than getting pregnant un- unintentionally. Yeah, I suppose. Also, um, in response to what you said first, fresh off the bat, you said, um, well, they're married, got three children. Well, what if they get a divorce? I don't want to put a downer if your friend's listening, but um, what if they get a divorce and he gets with somebody new who's, like, 22 and all she wants is a baby, but because he can't give that to her... She didn't want to be with him. She wants to be with somebody else. He's just absolutely scuppered his chances. And who knows how you'll feel about who you're with in ten years' time. It's a, it's a good point. And it's, there's no answer for it other than you have to do what you think is right. Like, personally, let's talk hypothetical. If we split up and I got a new partner, I wouldn't want, child- I wouldn't want any more children. No, but if you fell absolutely head over heels in love with somebody, you would want to please them. And if she wanted a child with you, believe me, you would. But I wouldn't because I would have had this done and she would know this from the off. And that would be part of who I am, right? (laughs) From the off. Hello, my name's Oliver. Hello. I'm sterile. (laughs) It was intentional. Just sit still a minute and watch me do amazing things with this hobnob (laughs) and my jaw. (laughs) Seriously, though, like, if you have it done, it's not... I get what you're saying. You need to think carefully about your future, having it done and everything. And I I get that. But if if I was to have it done, and I, I would consider having it done because we've got two children... We are comfortable, like, I don't... It would just be one less thing to worry about. I would... Even if you pitched it to me and you said, I'm getting this done, I would say, no, no, absolutely no, because what if in ten years from now I want another child? I'm not saying I will and I'm not saying I do, but nobody knows how they will feel in ten years' time. Well, I'd have to get a new man, wouldn't I? 
Well, so that again, that's you scuppered. Or a donor. Not a donor. But obviously it's gotta be a, a joint decision, hasn't it? Mm, I, I just I think it's such a commitment. It's such a commitment. It's it such is. a big decision. In terms of It's the a bigger question, decision though, than moving house. Well yeah, undoubtedly. In terms of her question though, she's put what is it? Can you read it from there? Should men have it? Right, or a lady sterilised. I think female sterilisation is such a more serious operation than having the snip. How do they do it? How do they do that? They they have to cut you open and tie your ovary ovary tubes up. Is that when you have your womb removed? I don't don't know if they do that. Is that hysterectomy? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's something different. That's a big operation. Yeah. I think they tie they tie your tubes the same as they do if you're a man, <laughs> but for a man, it might like for a, for a woman you've got to cut you open basically to do it. For a man, you can do it keyhole through the bottom of the balls, <laughs> and that's so it. So are you awake for that? You're you're awake. You're awake. And you what a, what kind of leg position do you have? I assume you're in stirrups, but I don't know. <laughs> um, and uh, they they go up. The bottom of the balls, while you have a local anaesthetic, they... Why do they go up the bottom? Up the bottom of the balls. <laughs> Not up the bottom. If they went up the arse, I'd have had it done already. <laughs> no, they go up the bottom of the balls and, like, either cut it or, like, and then, like burn it to, like, cauter- <laughs> cauterise okay. it. Yeah. And mm. then you can... Uh, you can be back at work, like, the next day. Is it reversible? To different degrees of success. Mm. The longer you leave it, the less reversible it becomes. Yeah. OK. Something to think about. Yeah. But even if you have it done, I think in, in answer to the question, even if you have it done, still do other forms of birth control. Into it because then what's the point of having it done? It well, it depends on what, how desperately you don't want to get pregnant as a couple. I don't, this is a tricky one. No, she's put to snip or not to snip, and my answer is no. Mine is it depends, but Yours, your answer to every question we get asked is it depends, yeah, because it depends on your circumstances. I would say. If if you would back me on it, I would have it done. But I understand why you don't want to because it's very a very finite thing. But I I would have no problem doing it. So last week, or last podcast rather, you said to me, or you asked me, who would I rather shag in Corrie? Who would I shag in Corrie? Yeah. Right. Now it's my turn to surprise you. With such a question. Okay. okay. Who would I'm you ready. shag? In Corrie. No, not in Corrie. Okay. <laughs> it's Steve McDonald. Who would you shag? <laughs> uh, in Steve Harry McDonald Potter. wishes. In, in Harry, Harry Potter. Potter. Out of all the characters. All the characters. Book, film, whatever. In fact, not like Fantastic Beasts and all that because I've not seen it. Okay. Is but there not... any conditions on this? Or um, is it just a one-off? No, just a, yeah, just a, in fact, go on, we'll do shag, we'll do shag, marry, avoid. Okay, out of Harry Potter. Out of Harry Potter, yeah. Okay, any character in Harry Potter? Living or dead. Living or dead, okay. In <laughs> Living, that case, please. <laughs> um, I'd avoid Harry. Oh, interesting. I know that's um, going to upset a lot of people, but it'd bring trouble to my door, wouldn't Absolutely. it? Absolutely. Yeah, I don't need that in my life. You don't need that. Not, with, a... not with two kids. <laughs> Do you think I'd still have two children in the wizarding world? Yeah. God, what I'm... Everything what, still works the same, doesn't it? What are we going to sound like if anybody picks this stuff at this point? Just look at the Weasleys. Why would I be... What? It says everything still works in the wizarding world. Yes, Look but I mean, reasoning. would I still be like me if I had magic? Probably. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'd avoid Harry, just fetch trouble to my door. Um, Mary, it's 
Again, controversial, but I'd marry Draco because I think he could look after me. I thought he'd be your shag, to be honest. Did you? Mm. No, he's got money. I think he is. He does have. I know he he can be naughty, but uh, I think he'd look after the ones that he likes. Am I Draco? No. Oh. <laughs> and um, mind you, Filch would be good because. Uh, <laughs> He could put the shelves up and stuff, couldn't he? He wouldn't have any trouble like that. <laughs> Wait, if you Draco's mar- a wizard. <laughs> if, if you marry them, do you have to? Can yeah. You, can you just be married and coexist? No, you don't have to you've share. You've got to bed. shag them. Okay, repeatedly. <laughs> All right. Because you're married to him. Okay, rewind. Filch is uninvited. Just Draco, please. But listen, you don't need a caretaker to put shelves up if you're married to a wizard. Because a wizard can go shelfius erectus or whatever. And I realise this now, you thank you. Yeah, I'd be happy with Draco. And I'd shag... Uh, <laughs> Botty Crouch Jr. Interesting choice. Is yeah. that because he is played by David Tennant in the film? No, no interest in him. Just as dangerous, isn't he? He is dangerous, you're right. Mm. I bet he knows a good time. He has been in prison for, like, years, though. And he's back in prison now. He'd be grateful for it, won't he? He's not real, but... No, but as if in the story, yeah. Mm. He is in prison. Not forever. Yeah, forever. No, but does he not get out? He gets out. He's not in prison all his life. He gets out, then he goes back in, doesn't he? I just think it'd be interesting, Dark Horse. Imagine the stories he could tell. Yeah, yeah. I I see what you mean. Mm. I see where you're... Uh... I bet it's got some really good chat as well. It could reel you right in. I bet. But he's a Death Eater. That doesn't matter. That's so like a, so like he's Draco. Ter- like a terrorist, isn't it? He's practically a terrorist. Everybody wants the bad boy. But a terrorist? It's not a terrorist! <laughs> he does, does terrorise... They are terrorists. Yeah, but again, I'm I'm not changing my answer. No, I don't. I don't want Why, you to. Why? Who did you think I'd choose for that? I thought I didn't think you would choose Harry as a shag or a marry. I didn't. I didn't especially think you'd pick him as a, a void completely. But I knew you wouldn't pick him for either of them. Right. I thought you'd shag Ron. No. I thought you'd marry. Ooh, marry maybe. Neville mm. and avoid Hagrid. I don't think Neville has got any kind of useful qualities. Neville. I mean, he killed, knows his plants. He killed Nagini. By accident. No, intentionally. Chopped her head off. Yeah, but he's clumsy, he's round faced. <laughs> Not anymore. Not anymore. Have you seen the syndicate? What a glow up. Oh, I what do like him in the syndicate, actually. What but a do you know why up. I like him in the syndicate? Because he's a bad boy. Bad boy. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Bit of a Barty Crouch Jr., isn't he? In that? He is a Barty Crouch Jr. Yeah. I thought you'd avoid Hagrid just so like you wouldn't be finding hairs everywhere. Uh, Imagine unclogging that drain. Oh, no thanks. Dirty bastard. So, I'm going to predict yours now. You would avoid. Oh, God, I haven't thought about him. You would avoid... um, You'd shag Bellatrix if she cleaned her teeth. If she brushed her teeth? Yeah. If she she took them false teeth out, then, yeah. Yeah, Okay. We'd get on. We'd get on well. You'd marry... You wouldn't marry Hermione? No. No. I wouldn't avoid Hermione, but I wouldn't marry her. I think you'd marry somebody a bit wishy-washy like Cho Chang. I'd marry Luna. No, too weird. What do you mean, too weird? I'm weird. Every other sentence in this podcast so far has been you saying I'm weird. Yeah, but she is weird. She's interesting. Can you imagine sharing a house with her? Like, yeah. From now until forever? Yeah, it'd be really fun. Okay. It'd be really interesting. I think you'd... No, I don't know. And okay, then avoid. That, that surprised me. You'd avoid... Um. Who? Go on. McGonagall. Well, yeah, but she's not a likely candidate anyway, is she? That's like me saying I'd avoid Dumbledore. 
Well, would you? Well, he'd he, avoid you. He's not even in the running. He likes men, doesn't he, Dumbledore? Oh, okay. He's on my list. Not my list. <laughs> not my list, like that. <laughs> I mean, I'm on his list. <laughs> I'm his shag. <laughs> cut, cut, cut. There ain't, there ain't enough girls in Harry Potter, is there? No. God, who would you avoid? It would be McGonagall. Or Cho, because she's not over Cedric. No, I still think you'd marry Cho. You could just swoop in and heal her broken heart. I think you'd avoid Fleur. Yeah, I won't I go near Fleur. You'd, would you be intimidated by her, or would you just have no time for her? She's French, isn't she? Not really interested in, like, a foreign relationship. Do you know what I mean? Okay. Too much... Uh, She's good at swimming, though, isn't she? Not lots. that that means you shouldn't avoid it. Well, you know what? <laughs> that shag sh- and marry her. That changed my answer completely. Anyway, thank you, everybody. Thank you very much for listening. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.